Hello and welcome to the podcast, Growing Your Relationships. I'm your host, Michelle Castelli, author, speaker, and relationship coach. If you're joining us for the first time, we focus each week on relationship challenges in these key areas of your life, dating and marriage, and self and spiritual. If you're a returning listener, thank you again for joining us. So how have your relationship interactions been going this holiday season? For most people, the holiday season can bring about both our best and our worst relationship interactions because there's a strong focus on getting together with family and friends at this time of the year. And then there are the unforeseen events that affect relationships during the holidays. This particular holiday, there was the bad weather that affected most of the country, as well as the increased COVID and flu rates that caused many people to not be able to get together for the holidays. Both of these events impacted our family to get together during the holidays, as my husband came down with COVID on Christmas Eve, and my son was stuck in Buffalo, New York, due to the blizzard and was unable to come home for Christmas. But as we move through the holidays and head toward the new year, we have the opportunity to set a New Year's relationship resolution in which we can focus on improving our relationship dynamics for the new year. Usually when people talk about New Year's resolutions, they're primarily talking about changes in their health and diet, such as a new diet that they're going to go on or increased working out at a gym. But rarely do people think about making a New Year's resolution to get their relationships in better health. The best resolutions are always those that start with a small goal that's actually achievable rather than some lofty goal that you know you're not going to continue to do. For example, how many times have people started diet plans for the new year and quit immediately just because the goal was too undefined or too broad and it just felt overwhelming for them to achieve it? The same is true for a relationship resolution. You want to start with one small achievable goal. In order to know which goal you're going to start with, it's important to become aware of just what changes you need to make in your relationship. You can do this by starting by writing down what has frustrated you this past year about your relationships. What is it that you've identified as being most stressful for you? By taking the time to write down which issues kept emerging in 2022 in your relationships, you'll get a better handle of what areas need to change. For example, maybe you've noticed that your frustration in 2022 was around communication problems in your relationships. There seemed to be a lot of misunderstandings. Once you've identified that area that has caused you stress, such as communication problems, next write down whether that has been something others have said about you. Did people tell you that you were difficult to communicate with or that they misunderstood what you were saying? Oftentimes, the areas that we're most stressed about in relationships are actually the ones that others are most stressed with us about. So the relationship resolution then in this situation would be, I will listen well in 2023. Then write down some concrete steps that will help you achieve that goal. For example, if the goal is I'm going to listen well, listen better in my relationships in 2023, I'm going to do this by remaining quiet until they've finished what they want to say. That's just one small task under the umbrella of I'm going to listen better. 
you want to make sure that there are actual concrete action steps that you're listing under each of these goals, or they just become lofty and without any way to measure them. Remember, you won't be able to work on any goals to improve your relationships if you refuse to address and look at the issues that have already taken place. Again, start by identifying the relationship issues that kept coming up for you in 2022. Write down what frustrated you the most about the way you interacted with people, and then write down what frustrated others the most about the way you interacted with them. Your list might include things such as that you found that you were uncompromising with others, that it was your way or the highway, that you didn't support other people emotionally, that you weren't fully present to people as they were talking and interacting with you. The more you're honest about the changes that you need to make in your relationships, the better you can start selecting one that you're going to work on for a goal. If you try to work on multiple areas at once, it can be overwhelming and cause you to want to end any kind of resolution. Start small, pick one goal out of the list of those things that you want to change, and set a time frame for when you'd like to achieve it. When you've reached that time period, evaluate whether you've achieved any of the action steps under that goal or what has held you back from achieving them. This will give you a lot of information about what blocks you from moving forward in your relationships. The key to any resolution is always to not ignore what is causing you the problems. And yes, resolutions do involve work, and this also stops some people. Some people just don't want to make an effort in their relationships because it involves a change in the way they behave, and that is work. If you are truly interested in bettering your relationships this new year, 2023, I invite you to take the steps that we've just outlined in this podcast. If you're struggling and need additional help, go to my website, michellemcastelli.com, that's C-A-S-T-E-L-L-I.com, for a free consult to help you work through some of these issues. I thank you for joining me today, and I hope that you'll try some of these action steps for your New Year's relationship resolution. Have a great day. 